I'm Ree Drummond. I'm a writer, blogger, photographer, mother, and I'm an accidental country girl. I live on a ranch in the middle of nowhere, and I've got a lot of mouths to feed. My style of food is simple yet scrumptious, and all my recipes have to be approved by cowboys, hungry kids, and me. Here's what's happening on the ranch. It's a tale of three breakfasts. First, just me, my iced coffee, and a mini vanilla scone with vanilla bean glaze. Then it's a birthday breakfast for my father-in-law, Chuck, with his all-time favorite breakfast dish, Eggs Benedict. I'm serving it with glorious poached eggs and creamy, easy hollandaise sauce made in the blender. I'm also throwing in beautiful breakfast potatoes for a cowboy spin on an otherwise elegant meal. And third, breakfast for hungry cowboys and kids, breakfast burritos with all the good stuff of life, wrapped up in neat packages. Welcome to my frontier. You know, I didn't always live in the country. Before I got married, I lived in civilization, and my morning routine was always the same. I'd get up, get in the car, drive straight to a coffee shop, Stand in line and get a big cappuccino or iced coffee, a couple of scones. It was so nice. But you know, my life in the country really isn't all that different. Well, except there's no city, there are no people, <laughs> and there's no coffee shop. Fortunately, I don't have to dream about coffee and scones. I can just make them myself at home. Iced coffee's my poison these days, and I've got a huge vat of iced coffee concentrate waiting for me at the lodge. I just pour one pound of ground coffee into a large container, then pour in eight quarts of cold water. Then I just cover the container and leave it on the counter and let it sit at room temperature for at least eight hours. After that, I pour it through a fine mesh strainer lined with cheesecloth, and that'll make sure it gets all the bits of coffee grounds cover the liquid and store it in the fridge until it's cold. Then when I get a big hankering for iced coffee, I fill a huge glass with lots of ice, fill it two-thirds of the way full with the iced coffee concentrate, splash in a little milk or half and half, and then if I'm in the mood for a little extra decadence, a couple of tablespoons of sweetened condensed milk. It is so delicious. There's not just iced coffee on the menu for me this morning. I'm also gonna make some scones. Come with me, I'll show you how to make them. One of my favorite ways to bring the coffee shop experience back to the ranch is by making mini vanilla scones. I love these things, they're delicious. I've got three cups of all-purpose flour and I'm gonna add five teaspoons of baking powder. This is such an easy scone recipe. All right, now I'll add two-thirds a cup of sugar and quarter teaspoon of salt. And then I'll just sift it together. I really have a thing about scones. I just love them. Okay, got that sifted. Now I have two sticks of very cold, unsalted butter. I'm just gonna cut it together using a pastry cutter. You can certainly use your fingers if you want. You just wanna keep going until the mixture reaches the consistency of coarse crumbs. Okay, now about 20 minutes ago, I measured three quarters of a cup of heavy cream and I scraped the caviar from two vanilla beans into the cream. I'm gonna crack in an egg. 
stir it with a fork. There is nothing like a vanilla bean. Oh, it smells divine. I'm just gonna drizzle the wet ingredients into the dry. And the thing about using vanilla beans instead of vanilla extract is that at the end, the scones and the glaze I'm gonna put on later has these beautiful little black flecks. Okay, you just wanna stir until it all sticks together. It'll be pretty messy and crumbly, but that's good when you're making scones. Now I'll just sprinkle the surface with a little flour, turn the dough onto the surface, and then I'm just gonna use my hands to press it into a rectangle shape. Now I use a pizza cutter to cut the scones. Basically wanna make three lines across and two lines down. And now I've got 12 rectangles and I'm gonna cut each rectangle in half on a diagonal. Pizza cutters, they're not just for pizza anymore. Now I'll just put these on a baking sheet lined with a baking mat. I can see the little black flecks. That's what I was going for. These are gonna bake for about 18 minutes at 350. You don't want them to get overly brown. They should just be baked and set. Now you could eat the scones right out of the oven or you could do what I do and coat them in a yummy vanilla bean glaze. Just sift five cups of powdered sugar into a bowl containing half a cup of milk that's been infused with the seeds of a vanilla bean. Then throw in a dash of salt and mix this together really well. Then it's my foolproof dunking method. Just throw the scones one by one into the glaze, then turn them over so you coat them completely. And after that, just put them on a cooling rack so the excess will drip off, and then they need to sit for an hour so the icing will set. Mm. Up next, birthday breakfast for my father-in-law. I'm making his favorite eggs benedict and some skillet breakfast potatoes to satisfy his inner cowboy. Then it's breakfast burritos for the cowboys and kids after an early morning cattle working. That's pretty good, honey. That's just right. Well, today is my father-in-law's birthday, and I'm making him a really special birthday breakfast with all the things he really loves. And I'm making him Eggs Benedict, which is kind of an elegant country club type breakfast, but he just loves it. But to bring it back to cowboy territory, I'm gonna whip up some basic breakfast potatoes with onions and peppers, and I think it'll be the perfect combination. I'm starting with 12 russet potatoes, and I scrubbed them really well. I baked the potatoes in the oven at 375 for about 45 to 50 minutes, basically just till they're fork tender. My husband and the kids are driving to Ponca City right now, and they're gonna stop by a hardware store and pick up some birthday gifts for Chuck. What kind of tools do you think we ought to get him, Bryce? Crescent wrenches and a drill. Four-way. A drill? Four-way. A four-way? A chain? Yeah. That's a good idea. I think I know a place that has those over here. Okay, we're about here. Well, we need to find some tools. What do you think, boys? There's some. Think pop all like that? Yeah. Thank you, Paige. I think we should get him a bow saw. What is <laughs> That's this? pretty sharp. I think we'll go check out, Paige, and we'll see you up there, okay? 
just chopping up some bell pepper. I've got onions sizzling in the skillet. And because it's my father-in-law's birthday, I went for the colorful festive color scheme here. I've got red bell peppers, yellow, and green. Okay, now I've got the skillet going with some butter and oil. Butter for the color, oil for the heat. Oh, so pretty. Now I'm just gonna throw in the diced baked potatoes right in the skillet. I'm making quite a lot of breakfast potatoes, but I'm kind of hoping I have some left over. If I'm gonna go to all this trouble to make them and bake the potatoes, I want leftovers. Now this is a lot of potatoes, so I'm gonna season them with quite a bit of salt. And of course, lots of black pepper. Yum, yum. And now I'll just stir them with the peppers. I think I'm gonna add just a little more butter because I need just a little bit more moisture in here with the potatoes. Just a little, not a lot. Of course, little is a relative term when you're talking about butter. I understand that. So I'll stir this around. I'm gonna crank the heat up just a bit. Just watch the potatoes as they fry. It should take about five to seven minutes for them to get really brown and crispy, but just keep an eye on them. Okay, I added just enough butter to moisten them up a little bit. Now, I've got them all mixed together, so I'm just gonna get them in the pan and press them onto the surface of the skillet. The point of breakfast potatoes is you need to cook them long enough for the surface to get nice and crisp and brown. Okay, get them all pressed in there. Then I'll turn the heat down so they don't burn. These are gonna be so yummy. Stop. Is it today? Well, we're gonna give it to my dad. He, oh, that's a nice he, gift. All he likes is tools, pretty much. <laughs> is that all for you? Yep. Oh, have a good day. All right, you too. You ready, boys? Girls? All right, let's put this in the pickup. The key to great eggs Benedict is great hollandaise sauce. I make it the way my mom always made it, in a blender, so it really doesn't need to be intimidating. I always say it's kind of dangerously simple. I say that because once you make hollandaise sauce and realize how delicious it is, you're gonna make it all the time. First, throw three egg yolks into a blender, then add the juice of two lemons. Blend this together for several seconds. Then, with the mixer on low, slowly drizzle in two sticks of hot melted butter until it's nice and smooth. Take off the lid, add a dash of salt, a pinch of cayenne pepper for some heat, then stick the lid back on and give it one more mix. It's as easy as that. And I think the breakfast potatoes are ready for flipping. I hear some great sizzling going on over here. I'm just gonna get as big a section as I can, lift it out, and I'm just gonna flip it right onto the same spot. Oh, I'm glad I flipped them when I did. They're nice and brown. I'll just go around the skillet Flipping large sections. All right, I got them all flipped over, and I'm just gonna press them so the other side can get crispy. And these have my father-in-law's name written all over them. It's my father-in-law's birthday today, and I'm having my mother-in-law and my father-in-law over for his birthday breakfast. Lad and the kids aren't joining us for breakfast, but they'll be back to give Chuck his presents before he and Nan leave. So we'll have a nice moment of family togetherness. I'm cooking up my father-in-law's favorite breakfast dish, Eggs Benedict, and serving it with some yummy breakfast potatoes. I've got some English muffins here that I split with a fork, and I'm just putting on a little bit of butter. 
The first time I ever made Eggs Benedict for my father-in-law, my husband and I had just been married a year or two, and he'd only ever had Eggs Benedict in a restaurant before that. So I like to think that was the day I won my father-in-law over for life. Okay, just a little butter on these. And then I'm gonna pop them in the oven and broil them for a few minutes until they're nice and golden brown. Okay, another important component to Eggs Benedict is of course poached eggs. And I know poached eggs can be a little bit scary, but I just make them the way my mom always did and she never stressed out about it. I always dribble just a little bit of white vinegar into some water that's very gently simmering. And then I cracked three eggs into little dishes just so they'll be ready. And this is a little bit of an unorthodox method, but I do what my mama did. I just take a spoon basically create a whirlwind inside the pot, sloshing water everywhere, of course. And then as soon as you pull the spoon out, just drop the eggs in real gently. The eggs are just gonna simmer in the water for two to three minutes, and then they'll be just right. What's gonna happen is the eggs are gonna turn around and the whites are gonna fold in on their own yolks, ideally, of course, and then they'll just cook gently in the simmering water. And you know what, if they don't turn out perfectly, it doesn't really matter. It only matters what they taste like, and I love poached eggs. Now I have some slices of Canadian bacon, and I'm just gonna pop them into a skillet with a tiny bit of butter. And the bacon's already fully cooked. I'm just looking to get a little color on them and warm them up. And I think the English muffins are ready. I can smell them. Oh, and they are just perfectly golden brown, just like I wanted them. And I'm sure the eggs are ready by now. It doesn't take long. I'm gonna pull them out. Now I'm just gonna dab the excess water on a dish towel and keep them on the plate. All right, now I'll flip the bacon. Now I'm gonna throw the other eggs in. Okay, now while those cook, I'm gonna start assembling because I want everything to stay warm. Okay, now since the hollandaise has been sitting here, I'm gonna give it a pulse. And then it just goes over the top. And then I like to sprinkle a little paprika over the top. Hi. Glad you came. Man. Happy birthday, Papa. Well, thank you, boy. I, I made you your favorite breakfast. Oh, Have a seat, I have guys. Benedict. Here, pass your plate, Papa. I also made you some skillet potatoes. Oh, oh boy. Chuck's always been one of my favorite people to cook for. Looks just right. Mmm. It doesn't get any better than this. <laughs> I love eggs benedict and always have. My dad loved it. It's hereditary. <laughs> hey, the crew's here. Hey, hey. hey guys. Hi, gang. Hi. Come give Papa a birthday hug. Happy birthday. Hey. Oh, oh, man. Y'all give Papa That's his my birthday hug. I thought you might need some more tools for your birthday. Wow. You can always use more tools. You like that? Oh my gosh. Like this. I can hardly lift this. That is Papa. Papa, look at look at this. Holy cow. That's my favorite kind of saw. We also got you a chain, but I put it in the back of your pickup. I have to have my own chain because Lad gets stuck every time it snows. <laughs> Lad. I started hauling my own She's chain around. Me out once and I'll never live it down. <laughs> well, we had a great birthday breakfast. Did you? I'll guarantee you now.
You don't know what you missed. Say Happy Papa. birthday, Papa. Thank you. Thank we you. love you. Appreciate it. For recipes from this episode, go to foodnetwork.com slash pioneerwoman. Well, it's 10 a.m. and the guys and kids have been working cattle all morning, so I'm going to take them some breakfast burritos. I love taking the cowboys breakfast burritos because you just wrap all the good stuff in a tortilla, hand it to them, and they can eat it whether they're finished working or up on their horses. Just brown two pounds of breakfast sausage in a skillet over medium heat. Drain off the excess fat and turn the heat to low. Next come the eggs, 20 of them. I'm feeding a lot of people. Then add two teaspoons of seasoned salt, some black pepper, and half a cup of half and half. Then you pour the egg mixture over the sausage in the skillet and just cook it over low heat until it's set. I know the guys have been working pretty hard this morning, so they're gonna be starving. So here's how I put the burritos together. I just make an assembly line by laying down a square of aluminum foil a really warm flour tortilla, then a good spoonful of the egg and sausage mixture, and then to make it extra yummy, a big spoonful of the breakfast potatoes that I have left over from Chuck's birthday. Then I wrap it up, label it, and move on to the next. I also make a spicy version for my brother-in-law, Tim. I just lay on lots of jarred jalapeno slices and top it all off with a nice helping of hot sauce. Then I make two more versions. The plain version with cheese. So you just sprinkle a good amount of Monterey Jack cheese right next to the potatoes and the egg. The fourth version, of course, is the spicy version with cheese added. And I tell you what, when I show up with a whole bunch of warm breakfast burritos, I feel very loved. That's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> Yeehaw! Y'all are doing really good, that's perfect. Watch your girl, get out of the way! Watch out, Caleb! <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, hey, stay good, you're good. Who's hungry? Get it. I am. Get it while it's hot, guys. We got jalapenos, hot sauce. All right, so here's the code. P is plain, PC is plain with cheese. PC. S is spicy and SC oh. is spicy with cheese. That's pretty good, honey. That's just right, just the way I like them. All right. That's music to my ears. Oh boy. Hey, honey. Yeah. Did you do a good job of getting them here warm. <laughs> <laughs> here, let me. These are the best. Thank you, Ray. You're, you're so welcome. Good. All right, well, honey, you need me to jump in and help? You need any technical assistance here? No, <laughs> I think I can do your part. Thank you, though. Oh, breakfast was good. Appreciate it. Thank you for breakfast. Thank you, Ray. You're welcome.